0: there, it's me Denise Lee and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about making your online meetings count. So if you have to have an online meeting, this is basically the best way to make sure it's going to be worth your time and everyone that you want to include in your invite. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. And I want to thank those of you who have been coming to this regularly. Thank you so much. And a big virtual hug for those of you who have just joined me. Thank you so much. I hope that you will enjoy our time together. Now today, let's talk about meetings. Now, you know, now that we're kind of getting used to this new normal of everyone zooming and having webinars and all the stuff, like we're going to have to make sure that we're going to make every single meeting count, especially if you have a webinar or you are just having a whole bunch of people collaborate together online. We want to make sure that each meeting makes m- most sense and it helps everybody. So this. Whole episode is basically kind of your soup to nuts on basically how to make sure you have happier and productive meetings. Okay. And so before we get into even holding the meeting, I just want to make sure that we've got a couple of things clear about the purpose of a meeting, right? The only reason we are going to have a meeting is if we have a clear purpose or goal. For example, if I'm scheduling a meeting with a team member, I'm going to be specifically talking about, for example, our content creation strategy for spring 2021, right? Or a specific date. I'm not going to be like, well, let's just talk just to shoot the breeze. Like, No. We're going to be talking about a very specific issue, right? And so that we want to make sure that everybody has that issue up front that it needs to be resolved during a face to face or, you know, virtual event. Now, sometimes you can just email people back and forth or use Slack and kind of talk about it. But if you really have something more in depth that you want to kind of just hammer through, a meeting is the way to do it. And just making sure, like, okay, are we clear about what we're talking about? And are we feeling like this is the best way to resolve it is through via um, an online meeting? So I think that kind of helps put the correct container to fit everything that you want to get done in, making sure that you know exactly what you want to accomplish during the 30 minutes or one hour, making sure that everybody else is on board and that they are prepared to have that meeting, okay? Now, the only reason why you want to have a meeting is to collaborate and um, open discussions are essential. So I just gave the, mess, um, the uh, early example but we're going to uh, strategize a content creation strategy. There's no way that I can do it in a vacuum. I need the help of my assistant, Karina, to help me kind of flesh through some ideas on what to post, where to post it, um, the types of creatives and the graphics that we want to use. Like we can't do this in a vacuum. I need the assistance of somebody else other than me um, to help brainstorm um, these issues. Certain times, even when we have the best ideas in the world, sometimes to help someone that is not you to kind of give a second eye or approve. like to give a second eye to approve whether or not this is the right direction. Because Lord knows we don't wanna spend time and more importantly, money working on things that won't yield the results that we want. So, again, the whole purpose of the meeting is to collaborate and have open discussion um, that can help you achieve your goals. Like, we wanna talk with other people, all right? And then lastly, you know the whole purpose of the meeting is to just like I said discuss complex or sensitive information you know I'll give you another example that just this recently happened with me is that I've had a a, a, a potential client and she was just having really hard problems um, trying to make closing on this um, new product that she wanted to launch and there was no way we can email back and forth and we needed to discuss like why she was feeling a little insecure about doing videos because that's the base way we were going to promote herself was through videos. We needed to discuss exactly what she needed to do differently to get more views, to get more interest in her product. Sometimes when we're listening, like listening through someone live or looking at them and we're sensing their body language, that can communicate in such a more powerful way than a meeting can do. So- just as a friendly recap, we're only going to have a meeting if we have a clear purpose or goal. We're going to collaborate. We need somebody other than ourselves. And we're going to discuss a complex or a sensitive issue. In this case, I was just making the example of trying to help this potential client um, get more sales and kind of understanding the roadblocks that was preventing her from you know, being more upfront and direct and just showcasing herself through her her work. So that's the... Prerequisite the groundwork um, that you need to have a meeting. Okay. So now that you know why we're going to have a meeting, right, we've got a, a checklist of things that we have to do to prep before the meeting, right? And uh, these are four, there's probably more, but these are just the most essential things that I believe are important when we're having a meeting. So number one is, I'm going to just say them real fast and then we're going to go into detail with each one of them, is we're going to check the invite list, right? We're going to create and share an agenda. We're going to schedule the appropriate amount of time. And lastly, we're going to get into the right mindset. So let's dive in deep with each of these ones I mentioned before. Okay. So check your invite list. I have never understood, and I've, I remember when I bought my my last house where you know, I was kind of coordinating with all the people with um, getting all the clothing documents and stuff like that. And I remember the financial advisor would email everybody. She would email the... Um, the escrow agency. She would email my real estate agent. They would email, you know, the brokerage. They would email all these people for every single thing. And I and I said, we can't do this. We can't email everybody, right? Because we get desensitized because not everybody needs to be informed or kept aware. So if you're going to have a meeting, right? You have to have the same mindset, like who really needs to know? Who needs to have a seat at this table? Who are the people that um, can add some more value and context to what's being discussed? Because we don't want to sit here and waste people's time. Our time is our only commodity that we have. We don't want to waste our time and just invite everyone, right? We only want to invite the Key people who need to be part of the discussion, right? I know we want to feel like we want to involve everybody, but everybody doesn't need to be. Involved, and I think you'll help a lot of people out if you know you let them know, like, hey, you know, you can sit this one out. I I've, I've got this covered. Other people can explore this issue with me. You know, we'll 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 reconvene later. You know, you can if somebody's interested, you could say, hey, look, um, if you're interested about the discussion, I can email you some summary notes, right? I mean that's a fair compromise where somebody who wanted to be part of the discussion can still be informed through you know a summary email notes, right? So just give someone a bit of a break and uh, and do do them the honor of sometimes not inviting them. You can simply you know uh, C C them or B C C saying you know you don't have the 10. This is just something that we are meeting on. Okay. Number two, create and share an, an agenda. Now, remember how I said in the beginning of um, our episode where the purpose of a meeting is to have a clear purpose goal, right? So even just emailing with a subject line, we I want to schedule a meeting to talk about blah, 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 right? And... You know, so often I just remember even my time working in the Census Bureau, where you would schedule a meeting, thinking you had this huge problem, right? And then in between the time that you scheduled the meeting and actually the time you had the meeting, you could actually resolve the meet, like resolve the issues, right? In between emailing or simply just asking the questions, and somebody can email back and say, "Hey, it's not a problem because I have X and Y uh, resource," or it's been cleared up because blah blah blah, right? So by just even just saying the, having the message clear. Loud and clear, like, hey, um, you know, this is our agenda. Somebody might even know what the re- resolution is right then and there, right? And if you still need to have it, this is basically a great time to. Um, Help people become prepared, right? So, like, if you're talking about a content creation schedule, right? I would hope that you would have um, involved um, your marketer or your assistant or someone that's directly involved with the task at hand, right? And making sure that you know they have all the knowledge that they like all the resources rather that they need to make sure that they can answer the questions, right? We don't want to blindside people, meaning that we don't want them to ask them to answer questions or be a part of the discussion, and they don't have any resources. So maybe you might need to send them a document um, of, um, uh, or a calendar about what you propose to do or the type of content that you want to put out, like whatever. Like, the point I'm trying to make here is just help people feel more prepared and help them set them up for success by informing them of all the things that they need to do or learn or read before you actually have the meeting. Okay. Number three, schedule the appropriate amount of time. I do not know for the life of me why some people, and I've seen this, schedule meetings the day of or like a couple of hours before and. I personally think it's really disrespectful because I mean we're all busy. We all have different things that we need to do. We don't don't want to be sprung on you know an emergency impromptu meeting because how often do we have impromptu meetings? How often do we need to like speak Johnny on the spot? A lot of people are trying to rearrange their schedule, make sure their priorities are lined up correctly. So if you're going to have a meeting, I would say at the very minimum, bare minimum, you want to give thirty six. To 48 hours. Unless it's something that you like, this is a total emergency, hair on fire. I think like scheduling at least three days can give enough people enough time to uh, assemble all their um, resources or do some research or whatever they need to do to help make sure that when they actually are meeting with you they know what to say they they know how to address your issues or concerns there's no sense of bringing people into a meeting and them having no clue of what to say or what to do right like it doesn't work that way you need to make sure that people are are set up for success so i definitely truly believe that you should give people at least 36 to 48 hours I'm not saying by the flip side, we're not gonna make this mean like months and like I'm not gonna say like, let's meet at like six months or to eight months because a lot can happen between six to eight months. I'm just throwing out six to eight months because that seems like an absurdly long period of time. You just wanna make sure that you give people something that is in the near future, like no later than like I would say two to three weeks in the future. So people who are prepped it's still fresh on their mind and they have enough time to Um, excuse me, um, enough time to rearrange their schedule. Okay. And lastly, oh, sorry. Um, And, and, uh, while we're on talking about time, I definitely would also say like budging the time, budging the time, meaning like making sure that there's a sufficient amount of time to talk about, you know, the issues. Like for example, if you're going to talk about your content creation schedule, you're not going to talk about that in 15 minutes, unless everybody's a chipmunk and can talk like rabbit fired fast, right? Like, you know, I, I definitely give people that room, I would say an hour minimum, even if it's like a check-in, like you would, you wouldn't be surprised some sort of the other things that can pop up during the discussion, right? So you want to make sure that you're giving everybody an ample amount of time. And if the meeting cuts short, you don't have to fill up the whole hour, for example, right? But you want to give yourself enough Wiggle room, like so that you can have enough time to discuss any other things that just may pop up or may be an issue of concern while you're discussing. And so, how how often than not, like we have a meeting talking about one thing and it kind of spirals into five thousand other things because certain a certain person talked about a certain issue, right? I mean, that happens all the time. So that's why, like, you want to have like built in enough time to talk about anything else that may just pop up, right? The last thing is, I want you to get into the right mindset. Um, there's, n- there's a thing where. You know, if you're in a foul mood, right? Like your yeah, attitudes are contagious. And if you're just not feeling negative or you're just not feeling up to it, and you don't want to talk, you're gonna spread that energy to other other people, right? So if you're going to have a call, right, you need to be prepared and focused and ready to engage the host you know, and all and all the other participants. If you are feeling I'm not one of those big pe- I'm not one of those people who believe like, oh well, you should just power through a meeting. Like, no, heck no, you don't need a power through a meeting. You cancel, you res- reschedule, or you have a proxy or somebody else that can step into, um, the, the, the virtual room rather and talk about your, on your behalf, right? There's no reason in guy's greener where you need to force your way through a, um, a meeting, right? Just, just, just don't do it, right? Just don't do it. Make sure that you give yourself the, um, uh, the, 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 the flexibility for yourself, right. To give yourself, um, that room to, um, if you need to cancel it or reschedule it, like, and, and maybe saying, Hey, like, this is not a good time. Now I'm not telling you to be a total shill and just like, you know, not do any other, like, attend any meetings I'm not saying that at all you know if there's a important meeting and if you it's really important to you and to your business and what you need to accomplish just suck it up and just attend to it but if you feel like no I, I just can't do it I'm not in the right vibe for whatever reason I I have a lot going on it's impacting my ability to really participate and participate authentically then just don't do it and that's okay now that we've gotten all that ground recovered, let's actually go into actually having the meeting during the meeting, right? I always tell people up front, this may seem like a no-brainer, but start with small talk, right? Um, and say, hey, how's everything going? How's your kid? How's how's Jimmy? How's Bob? How's Amy? Like whoever's like you know that's significant or something important, or how's how's your how's your golf game going? Whatever. Like you know, having those short little icebreakers are definitely so important just to kind of ease attention, get people relaxed. Cause yeah, we all know that we're going to be talking business, right? But let's at least like, be friendly and cordial and just have a good time, you know, before we actually get into the nuts and bolts. And I always think of that as kind of like lubricating the wheels as it were, you know, in firm, in in terms of having like a good meeting conversation where we're not looking at each other as adversaries or someone like we just have to battle through this. We're just gonna have a good time and be polite, right? And then after all the small talk is cleared away, this is a break time to actually get straight into the meat and bones. Like talk about, this is, reiterate, this is the agenda. This is the purpose. Are we clear about this? Is everyone prepared to have this conversation? Because here's the thing, do not assume for a second that everyone has your meeting on top of their mind, on top of everything else that they've got going on, their personal life and their professional life, it doesn't work that way. So by just kind of reminding people like, hey, like this is really um, the purpose of what we're doing I want to make sure that everyone's on board and they're prepared you know if not no biggie like um, we can come back reconvene if this isn't like a good time right like there's nothing wrong with saying that but just making sure that everyone's up like is reminded about what they have and and this is a great time too if you've emailed someone um, some material to say hey look I emailed you before the meeting XY and Z resource um, that was a great time to let me know if you have it or if you don't have it, I can shoot you an email message, right? So that's pretty cool. Like, help set people up for success. I don't feel like you're making anyone feel uncomfortable. In fact, you're giving somebody like some credit um, by, you know, giving them the resources because Lord knows, I mean, don't we all get at least 400 emails a day, right? (laughs) I know I get at least, you know, 20, you know, alone just on like, you know, fashion stuff and, you know, other stuff, let alone my business, right? So, you know, just don't assume that everybody has all their stuff and they're prepared as you are. (laughs) I know, right? Shocking. Now, um, the other thing that I want to talk to you about, while it's just kind of fresh on my mind, is I want to talk with you about, you know having having um, people that really are available. So this is a great time, like while you're on, hopefully if you can, everyone's on video, right? Like this is a great time to kind of look at people's faces or listen carefully, making sure that everybody is, you know, there, you know, um, and 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 can participate if they're sounding a little dull and out of it. You know, there's no shame in saying, "Hey, I hear you a little down. Are you sure you want to continue?" Right? Because there's no reason to force people to continue in a conversation if they're not really ready. Right? Okay. So now that we're actually in the meeting and we're talking about the meeting, this is a great time to uh, encourage participation. Meaning, like you want to actively facilitate discussion of the meeting goal or purpose. So, this let me give you an example of what it looks like. So, if I'm in a meeting right with you and we're going to talk about building a rocket ship, right? And I got Mary and Jill in the room, right? And if I'm in the room with um, with Mary and Jill and I don't hear Jill say anything, I'll turn to Jill or, or literally ask Jill, "Hey, Jill, we've been talking about building this rocket." by March. What do you think about that? Right? Not, um, what are your thoughts? Like, do not let people get away with just being passively listened. We want to make sure that we have the input from everyone. Oftentimes, the people who are silent are the people who have a lot to say, like a lot to say, but for whatever reason, they feel uncomfortable. And by you directly pointing out their name and saying, hey, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? Right? You, they may come up. With things from a different angle that you never even saw was possible, right? So especially the people who are the quietest, especially the people who are just sitting in the back and not saying anything, they probably got a lot on their mind. So you might as well ask them, you know, hey, tell me about your thoughts about certain certain X, Y, and Z issue. I want you to keep just making sure that you're reading the room throughout your meeting and making sure that everyone is collaborating, everyone can talk. And while you're collaborating, talking, make sure that you, if you're the meeting holder, you stick to the agenda. You don't steer off topics. And if somebody is starting to talk about certain things, like, hey, um, let's talk about They want to talk about, um, we're going back to the whole build a rocket ship example. They want to talk about building like a a solar station, right? Like, oh, well, solar stations are really important. We're going to write that down and perhaps we can talk about that um, at a later time. But right now we're going to be talking about writing a rocket ship, right? Get people back on track. It's kind of like herding cats. It happens at every meeting, especially when you've got more um, more than three people where people want to kind of side side. Sidewind or sorry, meander away from the original uh, scope of the meeting for whatever reason, right get people to keep staying on track with everything um that was on sorry everything that's listed on the meeting agenda and nothing else right maybe if the, you want to allow on your meeting you know we'll if time permits we can discuss you know ten minutes of blah 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 issue that you know was brought up you know we can do that. But if you're going to have a meeting, you're going to have like, everybody involved. Make sure that it's worth everyone's time. And then um, I always want to make sure that as we're, we're, we're meeting, like we don't let any one particular person, unless obviously they're the chair of the meeting, like, to dominate the meeting. I think with every, me- every meeting, there's always someone who wants to be the superstar of the room and get their voices across and shout their opinion. Sometimes we don't want to hear their opinion because they- we've-, we've heard their opinion, right? <laughs> but we always want to make sure that um, we get everybody the opportunity to talk right everybody needs the opportunity to talk everybody has needs the opportunity to share and we're not going to let any particular person dominate the time okay all right so assuming um Everything that's said, um, this is a great time to make sure that there is a note taker, that there is somebody writing down key takeaways, or you can say, hey, during this meeting, as a recap, um, we talked about X, Y, and Z issue to resolve such and such problem. Um, This is the takeaways. Is everyone in agreement that this is our remedy or a solution right making sure that everyone just wraps it up with a of a bow um and this actually this advice goes great for those of you who are having discovery calls or having um you know, initial intake calls with uh, new clients where you want to make sure you recap and make sure that everybody is on the same page as to what is to be expected from you or them. That's really essential because oftentimes you, what you think you said and what they heard may not line up. So having that reiteration of what was discussed can make sure that you nor they have wasted their time. Okay. Now, Lastly, so after the meeting's done, I'm assuming that you've had the note taker, you repeat it out loud, right? Somebody's writing down notes. Please let somebody write down notes. This is a great time to send the highlights, action items, and the recordings, making sure that everybody has access so they can continue to have the discussions or follow up with certain things that need to be done. The same people who were included in the meeting um, should be also emailed all the information so they can uh, review it at a later time. Uh, this is a great time while there you send the information to ask is you know ask for feedback or contributions and um, this is a great time to you know CC or BCC blind copy or carbon copy those who um, didn't need to be in the meeting but would still like to um, maybe uh, ask some questions or get some more um, uh, input from what was discussed right. Because sometimes, you know, even if they weren't a part of the meeting or a discussion, right, they may come out and say, hey, even though I was in the meeting, um, X, Y, and Z was important to raise up or blah, 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 right? Making sure that everybody, um, all the important stakeholders mean, stakeholders mean like the people who may not necessarily be needed to be at the meeting, but sure are integral to what you're trying to do are informed, right? You just want to make sure that people are informed. And lastly, um, this this is the last part is evaluate and inform your meeting experiences. This is where you, <laughs> the meeting facilitator, you know, um, uh, eat some humble pie and make sure that everybody enjoyed their experience. Because how oftentimes times have we been forced to go to meetings and we just hated it, right? But we were just afraid of. Um, getting our feelings hurt or afraid of somebody else saying things that may hurt our feelings, right? Like we can't grow as business people, you know, as entrepreneurs when we're afraid of asking for feedback or advice. So, you know, it's okay, you know, to ask for people to, you know, let 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 them let you know whether or not they enjoyed the meeting, they didn't, and why? Explain it, not just, hey, and, and don't let them get away with just saying, eh, it was no big deal, right? You want to make sure that you're not wasting people's time. You want to make sure that the time was productive. And literally just asking, like, hey, what are your thoughts about the meeting that we just had can be a very illuminating experience. Well, that is it. Um... This is basically um, a kind of a how-to guide for making sure that your online meetings work. I'm just going to just really recap um, the whole thing from soup to nuts. Is um, we're going to have a meeting with a clear purpose, goal, and agenda, and it's going to be to collaborate with other people and to discuss complex an ideas. And so if we if we need to do that, then that's the only reason why we have a meeting. Um, while we before we meeting. Before we have the meeting, we're going to check our invite list, create and share an agenda, schedule the appropriate amount of time, uh, and get in the right mindset. While we have the meeting, during the the meeting, we're going to start with small uh, talk, lubricate the conversation so that everyone feels relaxed and comfortable, encourage participation, stick to the agenda. We're not going to meander off and do other things, uh, talk about other things that aren't pertinent, and we're going to make sure that everybody um, expresses their opinion. And lastly, after after the meeting we're going to send highlights action items the recording so that people and, and send it to people that may be in, um may not have attended the meeting but it would still be valuable for them to receive it we're going to ask for feedback and contribution and we're going to ask for um to evaluate the meeting experiences so that we can make sure that everyone's enjoying their time Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any other questions about how you can run your meetings more effectively, send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. Love to continue the conversation with you. And with that, thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.